Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. How's it going for you? Pretty good. Um, a few weekends, not a few, last weekend, mm-hmm. I went to my family reunion. Uh-huh. And uh, it was at a farm in the middle of farm country. <laughs> uh, about... It's like a seven-hour drive if you did not stop, which you have to for gas and, uh-huh. and everything. Peeing. We stopped a lot <laughs> because my pee breaks did not match up with my mother's pee breaks, which did not match up with my mother's smoking breaks, <laughs> which I could not be in the car for. So anyway, the seven-hour drive took 10 hours. Wow. At least. Um, anyway, we did that Friday, drove down there stayed the night and we were staying in my grandparents trailer they have Mm -hmm. like a really nice one but it wasn't hooked up or anything so it was fucking hot as hell and i usually every time i would sleep in there while we were camping i would usually sleep on their couch Mm -hmm. and it's not like ultra comfortable or anything it's just like a basic camping yeah couch (laughs) camper couch um but it's never bothered me before Mm-hmm. But whenever it's 95 degrees at night <laughs> and you are eight months pregnant and there's one, two, three, four, five, what, four, no, six other people oh my God. in the camper, <laughs> you don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so mad all the time and just like mean to everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was real hot. So we got in Friday night, had dinner, and then went, played cards until like midnight mm-hmm. my and then i'm laying on the couch just like dying and then my sister and her person come in late at uh, i think they arrived at 2 30 oh my god they stayed in their car till 3 30 <laughs> and then i know because i was just reading the whole time because i couldn't sleep and then they get in and uh, the kids were already there and so they're mm-hmm. there and then they finally fall asleep get up real early because as soon as the sun comes out it gets even hotter in yeah. there um and then the sun comes up everyone's up my mom is up everybody's up talking and i'm like i have got to sleep a little bit longer so i slept in the bed that was up where my parents were sleeping because uh-huh. they were up and i was like i just need to sleep like a few hours <laughs> So slept in the bed for a few hours. And then that was the day of the family reunion. A bunch of people were there. It was so fucking hot. I was (laughs) dying all day. So swollen. So hot. Um, And then stayed up again really late. My sister and her person were outside talking until like 2 a.m. I couldn't hear them, but they were just outside. Mm -hmm. And then I was just, again, just sitting there just dying of sweat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, didn't hardly sleep next day, got up and then left. We left at 10. I got home into my home at 8 PM. Wow. Cause I went to drop my mom off cause we drove her car and my sister's dogs were staying there and my mom walks in and immediately steps on a big old pile of dog shit. Oh God. And tracked it through the house. So I helped her clean it up. Oh my God. It was a long day. Yeah. And a hot weekend. And, uh, my hips still hurt from driving. And then I drove all week long for my job because I drive constantly anyway. But mm-hmm. this week was a lot. So that does not sound fun. It was not fun. <laughs> yeah. I want to say it was like worth it to see my family. But I mean, I could have video called. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom in. 
I have been sleeping in the living room because I'm puppy sitting and this mm-hmm. puppy needs constant attention. potty breaks and oh, potty attention. Breaks, yeah. yeah. And I have the air conditioning on set to 67 and it's still too hot for me. So your house doesn't have central AC. No, we have little various, window yeah. units. Yeah. It's still too hot for me. That sucks. Couldn't do it. My room is like freezing cold. Yeah. <sighs> I don't but know how you do it. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, even our house was central. Our our house does have central AC, mm-hmm. but up here it's like way warmer than it is in the main floor. And the yeah. main floor has the the thermostat and that's where it bases the temperature mm-hmm. and then whenever you go down into the basement it's fucking freezing <laughs> like it's winter time yeah and since michael works at night down there he's like bundled up wearing a jacket <laughs> and i'm up here i haven't slept with a blanket in like months <laughs> like i'm just so hot all the time it's terrible so anyway love summer love summer so fun Hot, hot pregnant summer. <laughs> hot pregnant girl summer. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of pregnant, like I just can't stop talking about it because it's, it's, it's your ru- life ruining my summer. <laughs> um, whenever this episode comes out, I will be 40 weeks, which if you don't know is full term, but we will be going to 41 and 42 weeks just for funsies. Yeah. Whenever we talk in the next few episodes, but at 40 weeks, which is full term, if I make it that far, baby will be as big as a Build-A-Bear. Aww. Also as big as one of Rocky's boxing gloves. Just one. Just one. I guess they're pretty big. I have a question. Yes. It might be really dumb and ignorant. Okay. So if you have the baby, uh-huh. what day are you or what week? This is 40 weeks. Okay. So if you have the baby now. At 40 weeks? Yeah. Not now, now, but at yeah. 40 weeks. Uh-huh. And then you go to this. 42. Yeah. Is she that size still? Like after being born? Would she be as big as? Whatever that. Yeah. That would yeah like they just get get keep getting bigger i know but like it's the same rate as when they're in you yeah okay yeah this is like internal yeah okay yeah (laughs) so it still counts yeah if i so most of the time you could whenever you hit your 40 weeks your doctor and unless you have some health issue that you need to you know have a baby (laughs) like you have high blood pressure or diabetes or whatever Uh if you have like a health issue they they won't give you the option but most of the time once you hit your 40 weeks they give you the option of induction Mm -hmm. and so they will induce you by using i think it's called pectin or something and it's like potassium or something Uh i don't fucking know (laughs) it's like a pill they shove up inside of you oh gross and it causes contractions it's like starts contractions and we talked about contractions in a previous episode (laughs) but whenever it is induced they happen like one after the other after the other after the other like Mm -hmm. you don't get a whole lot of breaks so a lot of people don't like doing it that way yeah because whenever you do it naturally you'll have like a minute in between your contractions or longer or whatever like two to three minutes or whatever Uh and whenever you do it the other way it's like just back to back so you're just constantly in pain Uh um so a lot of people don't like doing it and so you can actually say no so they will let you go up to 42 weeks they should Mm -hmm. and then at that point 
to like get out of there (laughs) baby's gotta get out (laughs) eviction yeah but i think most places that i've heard of a lot of people will get induced at 41 weeks if Mm -hmm. they go past their due date makes sense yeah they just really don't like to do it that way which i don't i wouldn't want to either it sounds (laughs) doesn't sound fun yeah i mean i guess it would take your potentially two day long labor turn it into like eight hours Hyper of labor. Speed it. but the constant pain sounds not fun yeah yeah we'll see what happens hoping for the best yeah and like build a bear that seems really big because it'd be like you know mm-hmm. i mean huge but like you've seen babies they're just so like crumpled up and tiny yeah they're little compact little fellows yeah so that might be them if they were like stretched out like fully yeah like arms up yeah maybe i don't know these sizes are weird because whenever i've seen babies come out of people they're so small yeah i know it doesn't seem like i mean it seems like oh i don't want to push that out of me but whenever you think about it like they're just so tiny they are so i don't know i'm not that worried about that i would (laughs) 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 okay well um, happy Fearsome Fridays, everybody. Happy belated birthday, Christina. We hope you had a wonderful 30th. Happy almost birthday or birthday to the baby. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, hope. wouldn't that be cool if I just was on my due date? Yeah. That'd be cool. Exactly. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> I was two weeks early. Really? And my sisters, both of her kids were late, I'm pretty sure. Like I don't a know what late. I was. Yeah. And I can't remember what my sister was for my mom. I think she was late. Most of the time with your first pregnancy, like I said, if you're healthy and everything, mm-hmm. there's no medical issues, you usually are late. Oh. It's your it's your second and third and everything that usually comes faster. You're all prepared and well, your body's Built done it, it before. Yeah. yeah. Your uterus is like, cool. Your cervix is like, oh, you need me to open? Bloop. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'll open up. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, I'm Casey. I'm Faye. Did we already do that? Unholy Gossip Girls? What are you drinking? So. <laughs> I'm not drinking anything anymore. I oh. was drinking water. I am drinking water. Healthy. Do you have any hot goss? Um... How's your pool? My pool's great. It's a fun time. Do you wear sunscreen at all? I wear tanning oil. <laughs> Just so bad. <laughs> oh my god! But look how tan I am. You're so tan. I'm yeah. So tan. Wouldn't have it any other way. Don't you get like hot in there? Like yeah, but then just... I just dunk myself in the water because it's freezing cold. I have like a solar cover. Uh-huh. It's supposed to warm it up, but it's just like the top is warm. Oh, okay. So I just dunk myself in the water. My phone overheats if I'm like in the hammock tanning. Uh-huh. But in the pool, I just dip it in the water because I have like a waterproof little pouch. Oh, okay. Smart. Yeah. Huh. What do you do while you're floating? Do you like listen to I books? I listen to You're going to be so mad. What? I listen to a podcast. <laughs> Which one? It's called Done Disappeared. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one you've told me about. It's the best. Yeah. It's so it's so funny. <laughs> if you don't know, it's like a parody true crime podcast. But it's real stories, right? No. Oh. They're fake stories. Oh. It's hilarious. So I'm like alone in my backyard, like, 
<laughs> and I hope people aren't walking by. <laughs> it's like one of the only things that makes me laugh out loud, like by myself. Oh, it's so good. I recommend it to everyone. I recommend laughing out loud by yourself. A lot of people feel self-conscious about it. I just like don't do it. Like I'll think something's really funny, but like I don't laugh. I think you should try. I'll try. It'll it like will release uh tension and stuff. It'll uh, make you feel better. I laugh at done disappeared out loud. Yeah. It's so funny. And you feel good afterwards, right? Yeah. 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 I used to like not laugh watching TV shows even whenever I was like well, you know, whenever I was like a teen, too uh-huh. cool. Too cool to laugh. And uh, I remember I was watching a TV show with one of my sister's friends who I was friends with too. It was like after a party, we were just like hanging out, watching TV, uh, eating burritos. And he was <laughs> laughing so hard and it brought me so much joy. Aww. And I was like thinking like if I was just sitting here quiet with him. That'd be so weird. Why am I so worried about laughing? It's yeah. such a stupid thing to be worried about because <laughs> you're a teen. Yeah. You're worried about everything. For real. Um, but yeah, when it and it's the same thing, like whenever you like sigh to do like a sigh and actually have noise come out, uh-huh. it's supposed to really help you. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. I'm a sire. Yeah, me too. Love to sigh. I just love to make noise. <laughs> I've been making noises all the time, and then every once in a while, Michael will hear one, and he's like, what? <laughs> like, nothing. <laughs> just breathing. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we shall get started. Okay. I have kind of an interesting tale for you today. Okay. Uh, there is a lot of death involved. Oh. But we don't talk about that too much. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And I'm going to apologize. I did put some phonetic spelling in here because Faye taught me to, (laughs) but it is a lot of German names and places. (laughs) Yeah. Those are hard. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to tell you about the incredible life. Well, not life. An incredible experience of Giuliani Kupka. Kupka. So, her early life. Giuliani was born in Lima, Peru in 1954 to German parents who worked at the Museum of Natural History in Lima. She was the only child of biologist Hans Wilhelm Kepka and Ortho... Why am I... This is not a German word. Ornithologist Maria... (laughs) Birds... Maybe. I think it's birds. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It it could be. <laughs> Maria Kupka. When Giuliani was 14, her parents left Lima to establish a research station in the Amazon rainforest. She became a, quote, jungle child Ooh. and learned survival techniques. Educational authorities disapproved And Giuliani was required to return to school to take her examinations. So she graduated in December 1971. Fuji, are you okay? Fuji was amazed by that. I think he's chasing Skeeter. Oh. Yeah, they like to play chase. While OJ just sits here and watches. (laughs) Spectator. (laughs) All right. So 
I'm going to tell you about the event. Okay. On Christmas Eve, 1971, Giuliani flew on Lansa Flight 508. She was about to graduate from high school, and her mother, Maria, had wanted to return to their research station with her daughter on the 19th of December, but Giuliani wished to attend her graduation ceremony in Lima on the 23rd of December. So her mother agreed for her for both of them to stay longer and instead scheduled a flight on Christmas Eve. All flights were booked aside from one with the Linnaeus Arreus uh, Na Nationalis essay <laughs> or Lanza for short. Her father, Hans Wilhelm, urged his wife to avoid flying with the airline, which had a poor reputation. Oh, yeah. But it was the only flight left. So they booked the flight. Okay. The flight was meant to be only an hour long. Seated in seat 19F, it was a smooth ride until the clouds grew darker and turbulence got worse. Uh-oh. Suddenly, the plane was in the midst of a massive thunderstorm. Which is not I would be so scared. where you want to be. <laughs> At this point, the plane was in a swirl of pitch black clouds with flashes of lightning glistening through the windows. When a lightning bolt struck the motor, the plane broke into pieces and the plane began to disintegrate in midair. Oh my god. And plummeted 10,000 feet down into the middle of the Peruvian rainforest. Fun. This is a quote from Giuliani. She quote, lived? Yeah. That's the whole point of this story. Oh. <laughs> okay. Spoiler. <laughs> no, yeah. She lived. Everyone else died. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quote. What really happened is something you can only try to reconstruct in your mind. There were the noises of people's screams and the motor until all she could hear was the wind in her ears. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. <laughs> that would be so scary. Yeah. Um, Giuliani found herself still strapped to her seat. I think she was, like, kind of stuck in a tree mm -hmm. and had a broken collarbone and a deep gash. And I've read from two different sources. So Wikipedia said the gash was on her calf. Mm -hmm. And the other one said it was in her arm. Oh. She had a deep gash somewhere. somewhere. Uh, when she awoke the next morning, the concussion in conjunction with the shock of <laughs> the plane crash <laughs> only allowed her to process basic facts. She had survived a plane crash. She couldn't see very well out of one eye. And she slipped back into unconsciousness. Uh, it took half a day for her to fully get up. In the midst of... So then she started looking for her mom. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of looking for her mother, Giuliani had come across a small well. She was feeling rather hopeless at this point. But then she remembered some survival advice that was given to her by her father. If you see water, follow it downstream. That's where civilization is. It's true. I've heard that. Good advice. Um, and I think 
This is either a quote from him or her. Didn't say it's a quote from somebody. <laughs> a small stream will flow into a bigger one, and then into a bigger one, and even into sorry, <laughs> an, an even bigger one, and finally you'll run into help. Somebody Smart. said that. Someone said that. So began her journey down the stream. Sometimes she walked. Sometimes she swam. And it, uh, I also read that she like lost a shoe. Sometimes she was just like literally in the river. Oh my god! Like up to her neck. On the fourth day of her trek, she cr- uh, came across three fellow passengers still strapped to their seats. Oh my god! They were all dead. Oh. One of them was a woman. Juliana ho- poked at the woman, thinking it could be her mother, but it wasn't. Amongst the passengers was a bag of sweets. It would serve as her only food source for the rest of her days in the forest. Oh my god. She can't kill an animal? Spear a snake? She's all fucked up. (laughs) Spear a snake. It was around this time that Giuliani heard and saw rescue planes and helicopters above. Yet her attempts to draw their attention were unsuccessful. The plane crash prompted the biggest search in Peru's history at the time. But due to the density of the forest, the aircraft couldn't spot wreckage from the crash, let alone a single person. After some time, the sounds of the plane stopped, and she was truly alone. Aww. Yep. Let's take a quick break there. Okay. I'll be right back. All right. And we're back. Hello. So she's totally alone in the <laughs> in the Peruvian rainforest. <laughs> so while in the jungle, Giuliani dealt with severe insect bites and a maggot infestation. Oh god. In her wounded arm. This is the point where I give up. Yeah. But after nine days, she was able to find an encampment. She gave herself rudimentary first aid, including, and this is so smart, she poured gasoline on the maggots. Oh. And the maggots vacated the wound. Smart. Maggots are so gross. They are. It's like spiders and maggots are like my my things that I don't enjoy. Yeah. Spiders are for a different reason than Mm -hmm. maggots. Maggots are just straight up the most disgusting thing like they're so fucking gross anyway (laughs) a few hours later so she found this like camp and then she took their gasoline and poured it on her arm (laughs) a few hours later the returning missionaries found her gave her first aid and took her to a more inhabited area where she was airlifted to a hospital so I think she stayed at the encampment for like a day. Mm-hmm. So the in total, she was there for 11 days. Wow. Yeah. Since the crash. After recovering from her injuries, Giuliani assisted, assisted search parties in locating the crash site and recovering the bodies of the victims. Of the 91 people aboard, Juliana Kupka was the sole survivor. Wow. Her mother's body was discovered on January 12th, 1972. Juliana moved back to Germany and fully recovered from her wounds. 
And I read in the second source that I listed mm-hmm. that, it, and I just, I didn't put it in here because I just don't know how they would know that, but I'm going to say it anyway, <laughs> um, that her mother actually did survive the crash and then died. Oh, really? Like a few days later. That's sad. I wonder if that, because like they, of how they found her body, mm-hmm. maybe they found like movement around it yeah. or something. I'm not really sure how they would. That's so sad. They didn't elaborate, but. Anyway, um, in 1998, so this was in, the crash happened in 1972. So flash forward Uh to 1998, she returned to the site of the crash for the documentary Wings of Hope about her incredible story. On her flight with director Werner Herzog, she once again sat in seat 19F. Oh my god. And it crashed again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gosh, uh, what are those? The um crap, those movies with like the final destination. Final destination, yes. Yeah. It's like that. She was supposed to die there. She was supposed to. She didn't. <laughs> those, those movies scare me. Oh, those movies are so fun. <laughs> we should watch those movies. We should. Yeah. Ugh. Have you seen them all? No. There's like a them. bunch. I've seen like a handful of them. Yeah. I I think I've seen most of them, unless they've come out with one recently. But I think I've seen all of them. Nice. We should watch them. Yeah, I think I have all of them. Really? I think I've got like a box set. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or my mom does. (laughs) One of us does. One of you ready to be terrified? Yeah. What's your favorite death from those? Favorite as in least favorite? No, like favorite. What's your favorite as in it give like it's entertaining kind of and I don't know. There was something about an elevator. Oh. I can't remember exactly what happened. I think they got like stuck. Uh-huh. Like their head maybe. Mm. I don't remember. Something okay. about an elevator that I just remember okay. being very scary. My favorite one is the tanning bed. Oh my god. Yeah. Because they're, they're listening to like Love Shack. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they're just like burning up in there. <laughs> yeah. That scared me when I was tanning. When I started using tanning beds. Oh, yeah. But they don't lock closed. They just no. kind of hang well, open. Well, what, what, what had happened in the movie was there was, like, a shelf. Uh-huh. And it was, like, kind of like a shelf in my in my room, like a wooden shelf. Uh-huh. And the two tanning beds were, like, on either side of the room. And they have, like, handles on them. Uh-huh. And somehow the shelf had fallen off the wall and got perfectly put oh, wow. into the handles and it kind of made them so they couldn't open. Oh. I believe. It's also an emergency stop button on the inside. Is there? Mm-hmm. I never noticed that. Yeah. It's like right where the fan controls are. Oh. It's just like a stop button. It's been a long time since I've been in a tanning bed. Me too. <laughs> like at least since I was probably a decade. Oh. <laughs> been more recent for me but the sun is free the sun is free what's your least favorite death probably the elevator one (laughs) my least favorite i don't know i don't remember too many deaths i guess where like the poles are like in the truck and they like go through the window and murder people Uh uh-huh that one yeah i think that's like logs oh i think it was yeah uh let's see i think one that i think about a lot is that there's a girl who's working at like 
Home Depot or something. Uh-huh. That like goth girl with her goth boyfriend. Uh-huh. And then she like is like, I don't fucking believe in any of this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And then she like slips and falls. And then her head gets, she like falls onto like a, a nail gun. Oh my God. And then nails get shot through her skull and her hand is like right here on her forehead and it like nails poke out of her hand. Too. Oh my God. How long are the nails? Really long. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so scary. Yeah. I think about that one. I, oh, I also think about that guy who was like in, he was in this, these all might be from the same movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, this, I think it was the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one was really good. So he's like in his car in like a drive-thru and uh-huh. he's like in a convertible or something and then there's some like big ass truck behind him and then it gets like rear-ended or something and his engine block gets shot out from his car and then there's like a fan on like an engine fan uh-huh. and it just like does this the fan onto the whole entire back of this guy's skull oh my god and it just like serrates away this guy's head don't like that like shaves it away <laughs> so scary yeah gross yep fun anyway <laughs> this did not happen to her no good she did not get final destination final destined no she didn't good oh my gosh okay um anyway Giuliani <laughs> found the experience to be therapeutic to be sitting in that seat um it was the first time she was able to focus on the incident from a distance and in a way gain a sense of closure that she still hadn't gotten after all that time the experience also prompted her to write a memoir of her remarkable tale of survival called when i fell from the sky i want to read that i bet it's really intense yeah Despite overcoming the trauma of the event, there's one question that lingered with her. Why was she the only survivor? It continues to haunt her. She said it in the film. It always will. Aww. Fun fact. All right. The director of the documentary was interested in telling her story because of, per- of a personal connection. He was slated to be on her flight. Oh, my God. But a last minute change in plan spared him from plane crash. He'd be dead. What are the odds? We'd be missing out on so many documentaries. I guess. I don't know anything he's done except <laughs> for that one. All right. So this next section is called The Aftermath. Giuliani's unlikely survival has been the subject of much speculation. She is known to have been belted into her seat, thus somewhat shielded and cushioned, but the outer seats of the row, those on either side of her, which remained attached to hers as part of a row of three, are thought to have functioned as a parachute and slowed her fall. The impact may have been lessened further by a thunderstorm updraft and the thick foliage at her landing site. Giuliani moved to Germany, where she fully recovered from her injuries. Like her parents, she studied biology at the University of Kiel and graduated in 1980. She received a doctorate from Ludwig Maximilian University of Munich and returned to Peru to conduct research in mammalogy specializing in bats. Oh, bats. 
Kupke published her thesis, The Ecological Study of Bat of a Bat Colony in the Tropical Rainforest of Peru in 1987. In 1989, Kupke married Eric Diller and entomologist who specializes in parasitic wasps cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> so specific. and wasps yeah in 2000 cupkey took over as the director of her father's research station Aww. following the death of her father Aww. now known as julian diller Giuliani diller she serves as a librarian at the bavarian state collection of zoology in munich what a good last part of her life yeah not last as in she's gonna die soon <laughs> but last as in the beginning was kind of rough <laughs> i mean just that one part yeah, yeah that's true just those 11 days and probably a few years after <laughs> uh, my sources are wikipedia and an article on all that's interesting by cara goldfarb wow yeah that's very interesting yeah um i am like sort of afraid of airplanes because like i know that it's super safe yeah but like you can't help but like panic a little yeah because you're not in control yeah yeah it's way more scary to get in an uber by the way is it yeah because of car crashes again Ubers all the time compared to plane crashes <laughs> well i feel like cars crash way more mm -hmm. but you're not up in the air yeah like you're mo more likely to survive a car crash yeah than you are a plane crash yeah for sure it's pretty scary yeah but yeah it's the same thing any mode of transportation really that we have could kill you <laughs> it's true everything <laughs> could kill you i could die right now that's true. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't die. I'll try not to. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was a uh, interesting. Uh, that was very interesting. The maggots, man. Ugh. Yeah, I know. It's really gross. Yeah. I feel like I was just watching like maybe an episode of Grey's Anatomy or something. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think it was Grey's Anatomy, and this lady came in and she was petrified of hospitals mm -hmm. and so she put off coming in put off coming in until her son made her uh -huh. and her son's like an adult she's like an old lady uh -huh. and they look at her leg and it's covered in like a huge sore and maggots uh -huh. but they were like oh the maggots actually saved her leg because it like they ate Eat? the yeah. infection that's crazy it's disgusting i don't like that at all I would chop my own leg off. I would never recover. Yeah. <laughs> I would always feel like there was one trapped inside of me or something. Ew. Oh, gross. Uh. Yeah. I have a gross thing to tell you before we're done talking. Okay. So we have a lot of earwigs in my house. I'm leaving right now. <laughs> and uh, they're not, they don't like crawl in your ear. I looked yeah, it up. Yeah, I just don't like them. Yeah, they're just not cool. They're just... <laughs> pests more than anything uh -huh. they're like flies um and uh they really like wet damp so they like my bathroom uh -huh. and the other day <laughs> so gross i have vaulted ceilings you know uh -huh. and i was in the shower and i noticed that there was one on the ceiling 
And I was like, okay, you know, I, I notice you're there. Uh-huh. And, you know, eventually in the shower, you have to shut your eyes. Uh-huh. So I was, I was shutting my eyes and I wasn't totally under the water yet, but I had like shampoo or something in my hair and uh-huh. I was like about to. So I was out of the water. My eyes were shut and it fell onto my shoulder and I opened my eyes and I saw it land in the tub mm-hmm. and then I got soap in my eyes and it was a whole thing. And then <laughs> it gets worse as I was in the bathroom drying off. I was dry. And then I put on all my, I have like face lotion and belly lotion and everything. Uh-huh. I was doing all that and I felt something crawl up my leg. Oh my God. And I looked down and it's a fucking airway. Oh my God. <laughs> And so I just kind of like brush it off and then it crawls underneath my cabinet and I look under there and there's like a a huge gap. There's like a inch and a half gap. And I'm like, like there's probably a whole nest in there. Oh my God. Yep. So we're neighbors pretty much. How come (laughs) I don't have earwigs? Because your parents probably pay for pest control every year. They don't. We have never. So I'm assuming. That's... Do you have skylights? No. Maybe that's it. I mean, they're sealed. Water doesn't come in. It's so gross. We have like a ton of spiders in the basement. Oh my God. I don't really see them much on the main floors, but mm. Michael said he sees a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> I hate that. I yeah. haven't seen it. Well, it's a lie. I saw one at Sam's Club. What? A spider. Oh. I was going to say I haven't seen a spider in a long time, mm. but I have. Oh, also one was in my pool. Oh. That happens. It happens. Yeah. And at, by by a lot of your wigs, I mean, that's like the third one I've seen this, like, year. I but think two I... in one <laughs> sitting in one shower experience was, like, enough. I feel like it would traumatize me for a day, at least. Yeah. I texted Michael, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, we really need some pest control. Like. Yeah. But he doesn't want to pay for it. And it is expensive. Mm. But, I mean, come on. I'm like, if they're falling on me in the shower, they're going to, like, fall on our baby. Yeah. From the ceiling. Go into her ear like their name suggests. <sighs> Which they don't. They might go in your mouth if they like wet stuff. But so do spiders. I'm taping my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate that. It's not cool. It's just not cool. No, it's not. <laughs> all right well i guess that's it um do you have anything else i don't all right i had an ear infection that's some hot goss yeah is it better yeah it's mostly better so is it drops that go in your ear Mm -hmm. that's what i thought so like every time i've had an ear infection as a child which Uh was many years ago (laughs) it was always drops my mom had to put in Uh and my co-workers daughter who is a year and a half old had an ear infection and she had she took like it was an oral well i learned that i had like a middle ear infection which is like this from like your eardrum to your outside of your ear or whatever okay so you could just use drops for that if it's on the other side you need oral medication oh so mine was like otitis something which is also called swimmer's ear. Oh. You get it from swimming. I didn't. Because you don't submerge that often. No, I don't. Yeah. So I don't know how I got it. I got it right after COVID. So oh. I don't know if that's related. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to my dad today. He's like, 
oh, um, my throat's feeling a little scratchy. Maybe I have co-, like joking because mm-hmm. ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have COVID. And my mom's like, no, you don't. And, and he's like, well, what are my symptoms? What are the symptoms of COVID? And my mom's like, this, that, this, that, this, that, right? Like so many different symptoms. And I was uh-huh. like, you know, it's funny. Those are all symptoms of pregnancy too. <laughs> Cause they are. Oh my God. Like whenever you look up, it's just really funny. If you look up anything, it could be a symptom of pregnancy uh-huh. and COVID. <laughs> like anything, anything yeah. you could think of. So that's fun. So you wouldn't know if you were pregnant and got COVID. Maybe it's both. <gasps> nine months of covid oh god and then out of nowhere a baby pops out (laughs) (laughs) i hate that you know sorry we're like done but you know like the show i didn't know i was pregnant yeah how terrifying would that be where they're like oh i just felt like i had a poop and then that baby came out yeah how now you're a parent yeah you're not prepared for it at all yeah and you were probably drinking and smoking or whatever yeah you know, I accidentally said something rude to a lady. <laughs> she was talking to me about how she didn't know she was pregnant. Like, uh-huh. This happened this week. This uh-huh. lady told me this. And she said it like three times in conversation. So I finally just asked her. And I was like, how did you not know? Because I felt sick. Like, I I knew something was going on. Like, But also, did you not, like, do you have irregular periods or whatever? And she was like... Oh no, it's probably because I was, um, I was raped like 17 times that year or something insane. And I was like, what? And she's like, and I've been raped a bunch as a kid. So like, I just, my body stopped. I stopped getting periods whenever I was young. Oh my God. And she just like told me this. I didn't even know her name. (laughs) So like. That's a conversation for your therapist. Yeah, not like not a stranger. A person that you work with in a professional environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was weird. But yeah, she kept going how she just she didn't know she was pregnant until like right towards the very end. She only knew for like the last month or two. That's scary. Yeah. I'm like, how? I was so ill. <laughs> I was so sick for half of my pregnancy. And then honestly. The first trimester for me was probably the worst because I was sick. Everything smelled terrible and made me feel like I wasn't just throwing up. I was like nauseous all day, Mm -hmm. all day. And like smells made me sick. Certain foods made me just thinking about it made me sick. And so that was horrible. But the thing that was the most horrible, I think, is up until you can feel your baby, Mm -hmm. I was constantly freaking out that my baby was dead yeah and you only have visits every month so like you could go and like your baby could die the day after your visit and then you would just never know for a whole month that's so scary it's so terrifying so sad yeah so this part of pregnancy even though i'm uncomfortable and miserable Mm -hmm. i like it way more yeah (laughs) it's just like peace of mind (laughs) that i can feel her moving around also, I'm not nauseous. That's good. Yeah. Because that sucks. <laughs> but I also was reading that some people who were super sick at the beginning of their pregnancy mm-hmm. throw up during labor. Really? Yeah. They just like, I don't know if it's while they're pushing or they just, the pain is so much that it makes them nauseous and then they throw up. That's scary. Yeah. That would be me probably because I'm almost always nauseous. That sucks. <laughs> it's just my life. That's horrible. <laughs> Do you take anything for it? No. 
bet you could. I I could take Dramamine, but it makes me so tired. Yeah. I want to get those C bands, you know, those like wristbands yeah. with the pressure. Think about getting those. You should see you if should. they work. You should. Is it? It's not motion sickness though. No. It's but just regular nausea. I'm not sure if that would work. I think it's like a like a thing where it like makes you unnauseous. It's really. Like acupuncture, but not. Yeah. Acupuncture. A pressure point. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Let us know how it goes. Okay. And then next time I get pregnant, if I do, then I'll get some. Yeah. Because that was awful. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. It's, it's terrible. Nausea's not fun. No. It's almost worse than throwing up. Because yeah. it's like whenever you throw up and you like, or you're sick and you throw up, at least it's over. Yeah. You're relieved. Yeah. But when it's all day. It's awful. Yeah. It's crazy. Ugh. All right. Well. Jeez, I talk about being pregnant a lot. I'm so sorry. All right. Um, we'll see you guys next. Uh, in an, oh, in six days for a bonus episode. All right. But until then, I guess follow us on social media. We're on Holy Gossip Girls on Facebook and Instagram at Girls and Holy on Twitter. And email us if uh, what your favorite death was from those movies. Yeah. Do that, it. That's fun. It is fun. <laughs> the final destination movies. Yeah. At unholygossipgirls at gmail.com and become a paid subscriber by following the link in the show notes. And we will see you guys in a few days for a bonus episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.